Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, children across the... Oh, fuck it. Let's go off script. It's time for a reality check. The most real talk show on the net is back and better than ever. Covering all and everything with pro wrestling. The curse. The past. And especially, the future of pro wrestling. We'll talk overcoming struggles from the independents to pros and news from all around the wrestling world. We have no filters, so controversy is always welcome. This is your reality check. (laughs) Hello, folks, and welcome to another edition of Reality Check Radio. Uh, I could actually talk this week as I went to see a dentist. Uh, got my jaw realigned, uh, fixed up a couple of chipped teeth, uh, you know, as far as my abuse from last week. But, you know, welcome to another great edition of today's show. You know, because of her contract, I'm not able to suspend her for some reason, but she should be. But before I introduce her, <laughs> yeah, you laugh. Uh, but before I go ahead and introduce her, let's go ahead and talk a little bit right now. We got a great show here uh, lined up for you. Of course, we're going to talk our usual with WWE Raw, uh, the return of Goldberg, uh, statuses of James Ellsworth. We have so much to talk about. And, of course, your round of uh, news update from, of course, Millie uh, about Dusty Rhodes' uh, Tag Team Classic. Uh, And then, of course, we have a great guest lined up here tonight. We have a masked menace and pretty much the first ever pro wrestling ego Triple Crown Champion, a young man in this business, and he's already making waves in Mississippi at Pro Wrestling Ego. I'm talking about Dark Fury will be with us a little later. But, of course, let's go ahead and and do my introductions. Uh, Little CM Punk has yet to arrive here at the studio. He's a little late. So let's go ahead and introduce you with first the the menace of this office. I'm talking about Millie. Millie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today, George? How's that job doing, buddy? How's that doing? Listen, I, hold on. Let me let me show you this paper from across the room. This is a this is a uh, literally a restraining order saying that you cannot be near me with all this violence. Okay, you you cannot violate. Here, read it. Here, I'm mm-hmm. passing it to you. Here, here you go. Yeah, yep. And, and I'm shutting it as we speak. So. Don't worry about it. So I, I do not want to see you get near me with no super, especially because you're wearing those high heel shoes here today. I, I, you are not kicking me with those things. You understand? Um, um, I, I think Rick Foley would would take differ on that one. Well, well, yeah. Listen, I, I'm getting sick and tired of this between you and I. And and listen, I, I. Personally, Millie, I don't think you could handle me anyway, but we'll we'll see when that time comes. Anyway, Listen, I can take my talent other ways. I can take my talent other ways, so don't worry. Right, we'll, we'll we'll see. 
Anyway, uh, basically, guys, welcome again to Reality Check. So basically, you know, we're waiting on the arrival of Lil CM Punk, uh, of course, here at the Reality Check Radio Studio. Another one who's late as usual is Matthew. Uh, so we're still waiting on Matthew to clock in. But basically, guys, Millie and I are here to hold down the fort, and we're going to go ahead and start talk, uh, talking about topics, uh, starting with Monday Night Raw. Um, Today, just like last week, Monday Night Raw is being promoted heavily. Not because, of course, well, the matches are always a good thing. The storylines are always a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But today's Raw has been more focused on not the matches nor the stories, but Brock Lesnar. And, of course, he's going to be responding to Goldberg's acceptance of his challenge last week, which, of course, everyone is... uh, is assuming that their match will be taking place at this year's Survivor Series, where Raw versus SmackDown matches will take place. Now, here's the thing, guys. My personal opinion is that I'd rather see such a match take place at the Royal Rumble. Now, okay. of course, you, you, you know, you're, you're going to ask me, George, why, why, why? Like, why would you want to see a Royal Rumble? Why would you like to see such a huge space from something that they're accepting now, Millie, to January. And here's the reason why. More buildup meets more ticket sales. And on top of that, it's in the Alamo Dome. That dome can fill up past the regular 20,000 seating. That dome can fill fill up, I believe last time I checked, up to 60,000 people. And they're they're already... That's a little bit more than um, WrestleMania, isn't it? Or is yeah. WrestleMania was more? Well, it's WrestleMania numbers, Millie. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's up there. You know, it's like it's an arena that you could have left a WrestleMania for. Yeah. But, it, but they're holding it with the Royal Rumble. And here's the thing. With the Royal Rumble, Millie, you know, who, like, I'm not trying to disrespect any... Uh, you know, talents that the current roster has right now because they have plenty. I've heard rumors all over saying that we're going to see the return of HBK at this Royal Rumble. I've heard rumors yeah. that Stone Cold Steve Austin, which actually uh, that rumor was debunked today by Jim Ross, saying that Steve mm-hmm. Austin is done wrestling. So who, how are you going to fill up an arena that's meant for a WrestleMania with the current mm-hmm. roster you have now? Exactly. You know, I'm just saying, so I personally would have rather seen Lesnar Goldberg 2 at the Royal Rumble. And, yeah. and, and Millie, what, what do you have to say about that? No, I completely agree with you. It's just, you have such a huge arena. What are you really, you know, planning on doing? Because Survivor Series isn't going to, it's not that big of a deal to me. I, I've, I like Survivor Series, but it was never something like, oh my God. No, for me, it's always Royal Rumble, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and WrestleMania. That's my two big things. I, I watch every other pay-per-view, but those are the main cards that I always look forward to because those, those are the the biggest cards. You know, if you're main eventing on that, like for WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, then you're something big. And again, yep. you, you're, you're correct. It's the ticket sales. Why not have Brock Lesnar go against, you know, Goldberg at Rum- yep. Royal Rumble? It's, it, yep. it, it, it just even, it just fits. Survivor Series, okay, cool. But the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble, let's, let, 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 we got two 
powerhouses, why not? No, yeah, and to kind of piggyback off that, you know, Royal Rumble is practically the third biggest pay-per-view of the year for the WWE. You know, you got WrestleMania holding the number one spot, and then you got SummerSlam, and then you got the Royal Rumble. In my opinion, Survivor Series is the fourth one in that, you know, in that line. But yeah. here's 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 my other problem with this whole Lesnar and and Goldberg thing, you know, happening at Survivor Series. The thing is is that you already are building Survivor Series off of Raw versus SmackDown matches, yeah. including all the elimination matches that are going to take place that night. You already have your your base right there. Your your the reason why people should buy the paper, bro. I rem- you remember the pay per view bragging rights, uh, Millie? It happened I for two not. years. Okay, yeah. bragging rights. They used to have a main event uh, where it was I think ten versus ten, Raw versus uh, su- uh, SmackDown superstars. That it was amazing. Those main events were amazing because. It, the winning team will have bragging rights for their respectful, you know, show. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, I think this whole Raw versus SmackDown base is amazing. Like, you're going to have the best five single competitors versus the best five singles competitors for both men and women. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the best five tag teams and then the best five tag teams. I feel like it's going to be great. I don't see why you need to throw in Goldberg and and Lesnar on a already sold show. So basically what I'm saying is it's already obvious. We can't do much, Millie, from our position. We're only radio journalists. But if it was up to me, I would hold Goldberg versus Lesnar for the Royal Rumble, and I'm glad that you finally agree with me on something. Now... Now, uh, aside from that, of course, you got, I know this is something you get extremely emotional about. I'm talking about the history in the making with Charlotte versus Sasha at Hell in the Cell, inside Hell in the Cell. Where can they take this next as far as Raw is concerned? I I really don't know where else they could take this as far as the storyline is concerned on Raw. Like... Well, they're, to be honest with you, I don't think the girls are getting as – they're getting the hype for it, but, you know, from what I've been reading and looking at, they aren't – the WWE is going to put them in hell in the cell, but there will be some type of, if I'm not mistaken, some type of, um, you know, guidelines that they have to, you know, which to me, if you're going to put guidelines on Sasha and Charlotte, that's completely wrong because you got two big powerhouses in the women's division – who, you know, are willing to go beyond and, you know, above and beyond for what they mm-hmm. love, especially with their, you know, their their lineage. You know, come on. We got Ric Flair's daughter. We got, you know, Sasha Banks, who's related to Snoop Dogg. Like, these are these powerhouse women, and you want to limit them. Like, I'm not very happy about that. I'm hoping that the rumors are just that, rumors. And I hope that they, these two young women bring to the to that hell in the cell in the cell, what I know they can bring, what they showed, you know, everyone at WrestleMania. Well, from the only rumor I've heard as far as Charlotte and and Sasha's concerned is that Charlotte was pitching to have a moonsault off the hell in the cell, and 
for the record, if that were to happen, I think that will beat all Mick Foley bums from the top of the cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you could tell me Mick Foley has jumped off the cage all you want from 15 foot high, but she, can you imagine a moonsault from 15 foot high? Not even. <laughs> like, I, I, and from what I heard, that idea was declined. Now, if that rumor is true or not, we don't know because it hasn't been either bunked or debunked. So we yeah. don't know. Uh, but the, the point of the matter is this, like, I don't know how much farther you could have that story in the first place because they're doing such a fantastic job as far as building that story. It, it, it's ridiculous. It's freaking ridiculous. It, and they're finally having legitimacy to these women. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of it. Now, yeah. here, here's one thing that I keep on hearing about that basically that, you know, one of the rumors uh, to state was that Charlotte and Sasha was going to main event Hell in the Cell. Now, a lot that of people are confused. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are confused about it because Mick Foley went on to Twitter and took back his tweet and said that he misquoted his thing about the women main eventing. Let me tell you something. Whether or not they main event, Millie, I, I know you're a big support when it comes to the situation, when it comes to the women, you know, and main eventing or Hell in the Cell or what have you. But whether they main event or not, Millie, they're still making history. Yeah, no, End of, of course. Story. I agree with you 100%. No, I do. I would love yeah. to see them, you know, I would like to see the, you know, the change up, just like SmackDown. SmackDown did that change up. You know, the main event was first. Technically, it was the main event first. And they did everything. You know, I like that setup where you kind of confusing people. Like, wait, the main event's first? Then you, you know what I'm saying? So that would be pretty awesome to see because, again, you have Rollins versus Owens for the mm-hmm. universal title. Then you have the women's title up for grabs between Banks and, and uh, you know, Charlotte. So it's like, why not put one first and then the other second? You know, the other last. You feel what I'm saying? Because everyone's already seen, not to, down, not to downplay the, the guys, but everyone knows what Seth can do and Owens can do. It's those are two big powerhouses by themselves. So why not just give it to the women? Of course, they probably won't because they, they just want to stick to the script because that's, you know, my personal opinion, that's what Stephanie is all about, sticking to what she knows and how she knows things. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's going through protocol and going down the line and keeping everything in order. And I'm kind of glad that she did bring Foley on because Foley has changed a little bit as a, as a general manager uh, you know, with with different ideas and, and, you know, and I know it's all him because, again, he is a wrestler. He's, you know, he's been in that ring. He knows what the the WWE Universe is looking for. Yeah, Not exactly. And Stephanie doesn't, but at the same time, Stephanie's more of the corporate, always has been the corporate face of WWE. Well, just to let you know, uh, you know, uh, Little Punk is going to be missing out on today's episode. Uh, but we, we just got uh, actually uh, uh, a substitute in. He just walked in the door. He just clocked in. He, unlike Matthew, where he just shows up, doesn't clock in, <laughs> comes straight to the mic. This guy clocked in and came to the mic. 
Uh, I'm talking about our security, uh, Rick Foley. Rick, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Hey, Millie, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Rick? We're doing good. Well, <laughs> we got Rick Foley here in the house. You know, of course, we got Little Punk. We got Rick Foley. Uh, you know, soon I'm going to be known as, uh, what should I be called? Uh, George Owens and and, and Millie, uh, I guess you could be called uh, Millie Banks. But, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine that at a Halloween store? Can it, all of us dressed up as a, our are, who who here would be Dark Fury? Who here would dress up as Dark Fury? And don't you all dare just look at me and say, because I'm the one with the darkest tone, don't you dare look at me and say uh, that I should dress up as Dark Fury. <laughs> I think you should. Yeah, why not? Oh, come on, Rick. You could, <laughs> you could be a nice Dark Fury. Right. Except Dark Fury has a lot better shape than, than all of us combined. Okay? That's, that's for sure. <laughs> Listen, uh, I know, Millie, I know you're going to the gym. Uh, I, I know that, you know, you're doing your thing, but, hey, Dark Fury has it all on us, okay? <laughs> so, well, but guys, how many years have you been doing it? So I would hope so. Even though I know, <laughs> even though a guy I know who's been doing it for two years started off at almost 200 and something pounds and now is down to one, I think it's more like 190, 160 and we're it. So, well, it's, it's possible. Well, listen, I don't want to be on the other side of the ring when it comes to Dark Fury because the guy has the size enough to be a football player, grab my head, put it on the stance, and kick it like, a, like <laughs> for a field goal. But basically, oh, uh, oh hush your mouth. Uh, so, guys, it's now just about time to uh, bring on our, our mass superstar. Basically, from what I'm understanding, this is a great and humble young man. He's very thankful for being in this business, as a matter of fact. Um, this is practically his dream come true, you know, and, and now he's able to become a superhero for all these kids that look up to him uh, as that person, as the Dark Fury. And, and it, it's a very honor to, uh, to speak with him. As a matter of fact, he's making history uh, in Mississippi as Pro Wrestling Ego's first ever Triple Crown Champion. Okay, and the man is very young in the business, and he's already making waves. It's very, very rare when you get to make history so early in your career, just like this man is doing. And, and let me tell you something. He has a very, very bright future ahead of him. Uh, he's a young man, and he's still going on forward, and we're about to welcome him onto the show. So let's go ahead and open up the lines to the mass menace. Of course, I'm talking about Dark Fury. Uh, let's go ahead and do this here. Dark Fury, are you there? What's up, Joe? How you doing? Uh, good, good, sir. Good, good. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, of course, you're on Reality Check with myself. Uh, little CM Punk is not with us here tonight, but you got Rick Foley. Uh. Not, to, <laughs> not to be mistaken with uh, Mick or... or I, what's <laughs> a, <laughs> and, and then, of course, you got Millie Cruz. How are you doing today, Dark? I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for that humbling introduction, man. <laughs> it's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. Hey, Dark, let, let me ask you something before. Uh, let's have a little fun conversation with you real quick. Uh, we were discussing, and I'm pretty sure you looked at all of our photos, you know, saying uh, before you got on here, saying, who am I getting interviewed with? Uh, who do you think <laughs> will come out to be a better Dark Fury if we dressed up like you in Halloween? 
Oh, oh man. I, I would really like to see Lil CM Punk dressed up as me with the mask and the, you know, the arm sleeve. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if I had to choose one out of the three, it would probably be him. <laughs> well, oh, that, darn it. That's what, you see, guys, you see, you were I mean, looking you at me. Thing, you, you sound like you got the Spanish thing. You might be able to pull it off. <laughs> well, they... Well, Dirk, just because they were all looking at me because of my because I matched your skin tone. They were like, I think you could pull it off. But I, I, I'm like, man, I don't have the same size of that man. <laughs> like, at least little punk is uh is training to be a high school wrestler. Uh, me, I, I look like I just came out of a freaking bar. <laughs> so, but um, but but again, Dirk, thank you so very much for coming on the show. So let's go ahead yeah, and, and get. Uh, go ahead. No, it's my it's pleasure, man. Uh, always, it's always our pleasure, man. It, it's you guys that are lending your time to be on our sh- the show with us. You know, you guys have a very, very busy schedule. You know, as far as booking is concerned, and on top of that, you beat your bodies up every week. And, and a lot of fans yeah. don't understand is that you guys just don't beat up your body when you're you're in that ring. You beat up your body when you're even at the gym because yeah. to be a wrestler you have to maintain an image yeah, so definitely. so with that being said dark you know you decided to be a, an image of a luchador a masked superstar what what made you want to be a masked superstar what what made you say hey i'm going to be different i'm I, like you got all these guys coming in the wrestling business without masks uh, you know, even without face paint, you know, for back in the day, almost every other person had face paint on. Like, what made you decide, hey, I want to be a mass superstar and be different? Well, to be honest with you, when I was young, you know, watching wrestling, I always, I always wanted to be a wrestler, but I never thought I'd ever wear a mask. Never. I'm a sucker for paint, face paint, though. I love LOD and Ultimate Warrior, Sting, you know. I love anybody who wore face paint. That always got over with me. But um, but um, when I first broke into the business, um, it was suggested to me that I should wear a mask for um, for reasons that uh, you know, in case if I had a bad match, no one would know who I am. And then once I get better, I take it off and I'll be myself. But um, the thing with that is, uh, I got over with the mask and. You know, it's kind of started snowballing, and so I couldn't take it off. You know, I became a fan favorite that I had. I had no choice but to keep it on. So now I embraced it. I love it, and um, I don't know what would have happened if I ever would have took it off or how my career would have went. But um, you know, it's definitely a blessing. So, so basically, at, at one time you even said that you wanted to be like the face pain. Uh, is that what I overheard oh, yeah. you say? So, yeah, I so pain, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do do you feel like the Dark Fury character would have been, you know, getting the same response as you're getting now as a mass superstar if you use the face paint? Uh, I I think so. I think so. Huh? That that is that so? Because I, I'm I'm gonna go back to this also because there was one guy. Uh, going to mass wrestling, of course. There was one guy that uh, that was masked all the time, and I speak about Kane. You know, right. and when he finally took off his mask, 
I think they were going with the route that they wanted his, the you know his eyes being burned, you know kind, mm-hmm. kind of that look. You re, you remember that look that he revealed mm-hmm. when he was unmasked, right? Right. Yeah. So so basically, I, I'm wondering to you, do you feel like the Dark Fury character, uh, you know, can take that same kind of route that even if it, let's say down the future, hopefully not, but down the future, if Dark Fury lost the the mask in a mask versus mask match or something. Do you feel like the your career will probably even be boosted up even higher? I don't know. That's, that's a good question. It could go either way. I mean, I, my, my stock could rise or it can, it, it can either drop, you know. Um, but that, that's that's something I would have to actually experience to find out because I can, I, I can easily see it go, you know, me doing well with it, but I can easily see me dropping down with it as well, you know, because the mask mm-hmm. does set me apart because down here in the South, there's not a lot of guys who wear masks. So it does, yeah. you know, put me ahead of the crowd. And, you know, my mask is different. It's not like you can't really compare it to, you know, much around. So, you know, that kind of gives me an advantage. So now, so with, that, that brings up another good point. Like, do, do you – because – I used to be a mass luchador, uh, dark, right. and uh, and I said I showed you that picture, and a lot of things that mass wrestlers nowadays don't do is they don't like they don't take the mask serious. I know you do because mm-hmm. you wrestle with it, you take pictures with it, you don't show your face, you know things of that nature. You are dark right. fury when you punch in and when you punch out, like. Right. Exactly. But, but, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, how do you see the the mask, like, wrestling regime right now? Because some mask wrestlers decide, hey, I'm going to walk into the arena without my mask on, then come out, you know, with my mask, and then go back, and then I'm going to – you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't take their mask yeah. serious. How serious yeah. is the mask for you? Um, to be honest with you, I used to be one of those guys, uh, especially if I got there really early. I used to not really take it serious, but um, one of my uh, one of one of my mentors is close to me. He actually started putting me in my place and told me to start wearing it in the building and out the building, e- even if fans weren't around, you know, just out of respect. And so, um, you know, I listened to him and I started doing that. And so, you know, now it's just one of those things that I have to do. Well, with you being a mass luchador, with you being a mass luchador, Dark, like ever thought about going to where the mass wrestling originated, Mexico? Have you ever thought about that? Oh yes, definitely, definitely. One of my goals actually is to, is to wrestle in Puerto Rico. That's where um, that's my nationality, and um, I definitely want to wrestle in Puerto Rico. Definitely want to go to Mexico and learn that style. Or, or even master it, or you know, put it in my tool bag, so I, you know, be much more versatile. Because I just don't like being one dimensional. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that's definitely on on one of my one of my goals on the list. So, and, and my last question has to be this, uh, Dark. You know, uh, going back again to the mask the topic, uh, the mask in Mexico. Where I I watched the documentary uh, saying that when mass wrestling first started uh, to fans, they didn't just say it was a mass luchador or mass wrestler to them. It was either a super villain or a uh, superhero. 
Right. How do you right. define that for yourself? Like, do do you see a superhero? Uh, do you see yourself as a superhero to these kids, just like Mexico looked at these villains and and heroes as well? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, as corny as it may sound, like I feel like I've become my own superhero. You know, I, oh, I am my nice. own inspiration. You know, like like growing up, you know, I had a lot of obstacles to overcome. So that's why, like, that that's where the colors of my mask come into play. You know, the red stands for the obstacles that I had to overcome to get where I'm at now. The uh, And the gold, you know, symbolizes the success that I, I achieved at this oh point my in my God. life. So, you know, that's, that's yeah, it's not, they're not, they're not just colors to look good. You know, they actually mean something. So that's, well, I, so, you know, with that being said, you know, that does inspire me when I put it on. And, you know, I think the kids, you know, they recognize that, you know. That is amazing. Like, I would have never really thought about that. Because, honest to God, you know, when I sent you that, you know, that photo of me as a mass luchador, right. I told you what my character was. And I had to match yeah. what that character is. Obviously, it was a mm -hmm. Rainbow Warrior. I'm not going to go on and say what it truly is on here on the show. But, mm -hmm. but you know, you saw it. And... And all I did was try to find something that would match that character, where you, on the other hand, the colors have a story behind it. And that's amazing. I've never heard that. The only other person I've ever heard say that, as far as their mask is concerned, was now known as Kalisto, when he told me that the three scales on the top of his head meant integrity, strength, and, and I forgot what the third one was. I've, wow. Mm. I, I, I'm lost for words right now. Did not know that. Yeah, like I recently just added the gold, um, because I I don't know if you if you know, but my last mask was just red, black, and white. But now that I've, you know, I've got some success in my my career, you know, I added the gold on there. You know, I feel like it had it had to grow with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm I'm like literally lost for words. I don't even know where else to go with this. So, uh, thank you very much for answering my questions, Dark. If I have anything else, I'll ask after my round of hosts. But basically, first, <laughs> uh, the per first person that's going to take the mic after me is going to be Millie. So, Millie, go ahead. The, the mic is all yours. Millie, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm all right. Oh, well, I got to ask you a question, because you got the same accent I do, but I and I know the answer. You're from the Bronx, you're from my hood. <laughs> Where part of the Bronx yeah. from? I got to find out. I'm from Uptown, West 225th and Broadway, um, kind of by the borderline of Manhattan and the Bronx, um, but it's nothing like Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, Let's no, be clear no, on that. No, <laughs> that's, why, that's why they say only the strong survive. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I. Yeah, that's right. I'm born and raised there. Uh, I lived there about my whole life. I've been in the South for about two years now. Uh, well, two and a half years. So, um, so yeah, West 25th Street in the Bronx. That's what's up. Cause I'm from Castle Hill. I'm off the fix. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my overall that was one of my first questions. But now I know that you love. I don't know if you've seen any of my work, which the guys yes, already they didn't know any of my talents until recently. So let you can hit me up if you need face paint. Just let you know that. I just want to help you. <laughs> I, I think for now I'm gonna keep I, for now I'm gonna keep the mask on. 
<laughs> but um, if anything drastic happens, where it just so happens to come off, I'll definitely hit you up. Yeah, let me know what's good. But I know you said you were, you you love wrestling as a kid. At what age did you decide to actually pursue the career? Because I know back home in New York, there's a big um, you know, wrestling does take a big impact out there through Queens, throughout the Bronx. So. What really brought you to the industry, and why Mississippi? Okay, well, long story short, uh, without getting too personal, uh, my wife got pregnant. She had family out here in Mississippi. We came over here some, for a little more support, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I could have stood in New York and just forgot about that. But, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to follow her and do the right thing. So I came down mm-hmm. here to the south, and... You know, I ordered Domino's one day, looked at the box. On the top of the box was a wrestling flyer, Pro Wrestling Ego. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I've never been to an indie show in my life. I'm going. So I went to about two shows, and I, I met a guy, and he knew some of the wrestlers. So he introduced me to a promoter, and that was it. Ever since from there, I just, that's all I've been doing. That's what's up. That's what I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta give you props, Joe. <laughs> now, I, as yeah. a kid, what was your favorite favorite wrestler that that brought you to love wrestling? Oh man, I know for that's me, easy. growing up, it was China. You know, women. That's easy. Power. That was that was that was the Ultimate Warrior. Like <laughs> he was like a real life cartoon character. As soon as I see him, I see him running, shaking the ropes, got the streamers, got the face paint. You know, if Ultimate Warrior didn't get you hype as a kid, I don't know who was. You know, but <laughs> yeah, he was he was that guy for me. That's so sad. That's so sad. Now, in the industry, I know you were three, uh, you know, three times, uh, you know, champ. How does that make you feel knowing that you've done it three times in a row? How does that make you feel? Well, um, Triple Crown champ. That well, for those who are listening and don't know, that means uh, I held. The tag titles, the style title, which is I think the middle middleweight division title, and um, the heavyweight title. You know, um, I just feel blessed, man. I, I feel like I worked hard for those titles, and um, you know, unfortunately, I had to give one up once I won the heavyweight title. But yeah. you know, uh, I'm very grateful. I feel blessed that I have had the opportunity to even do that. You know. Yeah, no, I'm going to send you 110%. Now, would you ever think about maybe doing any shows here in Florida or even back home in New York? Because there is a number of shows back home in New York, like uh, House of Glory, um, 2KW, things like that, that, that are big right now out there. Would you ever consider maybe going back home, not showing your oh. face, of course, but being, yeah. you know, in a sense, proven to everyone, you know what? I can do this. I moved out of here, and I and I made something of myself. Not saying that yeah, you like, know, we'll stay there. We weren't gonna do it, but you know. Yeah, definitely. Like um, when I lived in New York, I always looked for wrestling schools. Um, I found two. One was in Jersey, and one was in Brooklyn. Johnny Rods, mm-hmm. and um, I, I they were the one in Jersey was about an hour and a half away from me, and Johnny Rods was about the same hour and a half. But and I didn't have the money at the time to even pay for schooling. They were about three, four, five thousand dollars 
And mm-hmm. I, I didn't have that, you know. I, I couldn't afford that and drive and make that long trip. So I feel yeah. like, you know, I could. I, there's no way for me to, you know, even start training. But um, now that I left, I see all these schools open up. You got a uh, amazing red. You got a um, you got a uh, yeah house of glory. House of factory. House you got glory. yeah. You got you got, every, you got they're all over the place now. You know, and I don't know if it's because you know I'm in the business now, so I'm more exposed to it, or they mm-hmm. just so happen to rise up out the ground. But yeah, that's definitely on the list. I would definitely love to go home one day and wrestle. But I know when the day when that day comes, it's gonna be very emotional for me. Yeah, Just no to say doubt. I wrestled back at home, like, man, that that's going to be an indescribable moment for me. I, hopefully one but, day that I'll, you know, I'll make that happen. But Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely hit me up sometimes because um, I'm actually moving back myself um, within a year to pursue not, not the wrestling but pursue the makeup thing for myself. But I do have ties with some of the guys who wrestle out there. Um, I'm really good friends with some of them. So definitely right. let me know, hit me up. I can see what I can, you know, possibly maybe help you out, you know. Like, you know, what, Man, in, this that, industry, in this industry and, and being from where we're from, you already know family is family. And, and you already are part of the, and George can probably vouch for me as well, you're already part of the reality check family just by confirming that, yo, you know, I'm going to do the interview with you guys. You know what I'm saying? And being so real, you know. And yeah. I can't help it, but you know, pay homage to the men who, and women who come out of our city, you know, and make something of themselves. Because I, I also know we have Sean Mabuda, and there's a number of men who come out of, out of New York and maybe Tony you, Meese. You know what I'm saying? Tony Meese, yeah. exactly. So it's, you know, it's, it, and you're on top of the list, you're getting there. So that's why I would love, it. I'm like, you, let me know, I got you, you know, your family now. You, you family you're talk. You give me goosebumps. Just the thought of me wrestling at home is like, oh my god, like, wow. But I don't know. Hopefully yeah, one day uh, that'll happen. I, you know. Let me let me know. Like I said, because my um, our, our my 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 better half, he does train with some of these guys, and he's gonna be doing it soon. So, you know. I'm, I've actually dibble and dabble in training, so you know who knows. I already have I already have a name, so you just never know. You just never know. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your biggest inspiration at this point for you? What keeps you going so hard besides the fans? Oh man. Well, what keeps me going is just just making it. Like, before I even came in this business, like, not, give me a minute. I don't want to get emotional, but, like, before I even came, got in this business, like, I was afraid I was going to grow old to be 50, 60, 70-year-old man and never even stepping in the ring and trying this, you know? That was my biggest fear. And then when I, you know, now that I started training, I'm like, you know what? I waited my whole life to do this. I'm going to make the most of this every day of my life. Even if I can't make it to the gym, I'm going to be at home and I'm going to study. I'm going to watch tape. I'm going to do whatever I can to be the best I can be. I'm going to make the most of whatever opportunity in front of me. So, yeah. you know, I, I I strive for myself. I want to be the best I can. And like I tell my wife, you know, my slogan is just make it to the WWE or die trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That, that's that's what I live by. Make yeah. a sale without trying. Anything Listen, we less have would some be of a failure to me. Who, who are way past the age limit who've made it to WWE at, at their prime. So you, right. you, I, you know my brother, you, you're, there, you're there. You feel what I'm saying? You're there. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad we're on the side with you, knowing the story, knowing who you are, watching, you know, do what you're doing. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to make you emotional. That's not what I'm trying to do. But, again, no, we're, no, family. No, <laughs> we're family. So yeah, I, I just don't, I don't, it's just, I don't open up too much like that with, you know, everybody. You know, that's why. But. No, and then, and too, <laughs> I want the, the listeners to know who Dark Theory really is. Yes, he's well, in the ring. He's hard, core, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick ass, you know, Flip you around a couple of times, knock you out, you know, type of dude. But at the same time, there is a real person who puts their heart and their soul into it, and that's what I'm trying to bring. You know, uh, so I'm sorry if I'm a little, a little emotional, but that's what I, I yeah. want everyone yeah, in South Florida and back home because we do have. I actually have a number of people back home who do listen to the radio. To the, to the radio. So you know, right. you just never know who's listening. You know, and you coming on being so humble and giving us. More than than we can ask for is we can appreciate it. Right. You know. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. But I think that's it for me. Um, I think I'm gonna turn it right back over to George before I get emotional because I'm getting into it. <laughs> 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 you know, well. George. Well, Millie, uh, a little too late there for me because I'm already over with my tissue box over here. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I was just saying it's good for you. <laughs> like, look at this. I, I only have two tissues left, and I still have to give some left to Little Punk over here. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, little Punk, I, I don't think I have enough tissues, bro. Wipe your shirt. I got you. <laughs> Wipe it with your shirt. Anyway, so, Dark, look, the guy that you yep. said that could dress up like you for Halloween is actually here. <laughs> little CM Punk, <laughs> the, the man, the myth from South Florida is here, so... Little Punk, the microphone is all yours, and Dark Fury is yours. Hello, man. How you doing? Little Punk. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? You good? Yeah, man. You good? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I got one question because I got to go do homework for school, you know, education. Cool. First, you know. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, if you could wrestle anybody in the world today, whether it's WWE, TNA, anybody, who would it be and why? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is so hard. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Wow. There's a few Listen, names that don't... popped up immediately, but uh, I just want to... Damn, that's tough, man. I'm just saying right now, if this match happens, you only heard it live here on Reality Check Radio. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> wow, that is tough. Oh, man. I, I can give you I – I can narrow it down to about three, but – oh, man. I think we have time uh, for three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, re- I recently was – <laughs> I recently was on a show with um, Pentagon Junior, and That's right. I, I think, I think, I think 
you know, me and him could probably tear it up if we ever got in the ring. Um, so I'll have to say Pentagon. Man, man, I'm a big fan, big, big fan of Prince Puma right now. I think he's probably one of the best on the planet. And, um, wow, so hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Um and you know and you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in a different direction because I'm a big AJ Styles fan, but I'm gonna leave him out of it and I'm gonna go another direction and say Leo Russ. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I just hear you say Leo Rush? Yes. Let me explain myself. Because Leo Rush has been in the game for about two years, two and a half years. And I feel like, you know, I've been in a year, in the game for about a year and a half, approaching two years. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you know what? He's got about almost the same experience as I do. He's pretty good. You know, uh-huh. I would love, I, like, even when he was before Ring of Honor, I used to watch him, watch him, watch him. And I used to compare myself, like, you know, he's promoting himself, I got to promote myself, you know. He's doing this, yeah. I got to try to do that. But he's on another plateau now, you know. I can't yeah. remember, but... But I don't know, man. It, it's I don't know. It's like some type of. It's like my competitive spirit comes out when I hear him with his name and when I see him. Like you know, I'm almost got the same time as you, and you're doing great things. You know, I would love to get in the ring with him and tear it up. Oh my God! Just a, sorry, sorry, Punk. I know it's your time to. Th- it's just that the mark in me had to come out a little bit <laughs> when I heard Leo Rush. <laughs> When I heard Leo Rush is by far one of the best talents unsigned in the wrestling business right now, yeah. and a- yeah. anyone can say that right now. I, and and let me tell you something: yeah. I will fly, He's... I will pay for the entire Reality Check Radio family to fly to Mississippi to see Dark Fury versus Leo Rush. And I'm saying that live on radio, so you could always listen to this on the archive and hold it against me. If Dark Fury and Leo Rush happen, I am flying to Mississippi. Man, a, I'm gonna meet him one day. I'm gonna meet him one day. But you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It, 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 yeah, I mean, it's not no envy, it's not no no jealousy. It's just we, you know, I just feel like we we got almost the same experience, and I would I would love to go toe to toe with him just to see what I got, see what he got, because I know we ain't gonna hold nothing back. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that'll be an amazing matchup. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed tenfold. Uh, so, Punk, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, That's I, all right. I, uh, go ahead. Keep on. I, uh, I, I, just the mark in me just came out. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you one more question. <laughs> sure, like, sure, then they go. You know, have to go. But, you know, um, I'm here with, I don't know if it's a hard one for you, but to me, I wouldn't know. Out of all the matchups you've ever had in your career in professional wrestling, which matchup has been your favorite out of all of them and why? Oh boy! Oh man! <laughs> You're um, putting him in another spot. <laughs> my favorite match. My favorite match that you've competed in. Um, I have to say because it was so decorated, it's probably when I won the uh, Pro Wrestling Evo Heavyweight Title. Um, you know, there was a lot of interference in that match, and the odds were against me, but. You know, we had ladders in their chairs. They tore up the ring. and But the highlight of the match was me doing my froggy elbow through the table. 
on the Nightmare Jeremiah winning my first heavyweight title. So I think that's probably my first, I mean, that's probably my favorite match, you know, just because there was so much emotion built up to it. And, you know, even after the match, I like, it, it still felt unreal, you know what I mean? So that's yeah, probably yeah. one of my favorite matches. Yeah. Uh, is there what what show was that at that matchup? That was July sixteenth. I'm trying to remember the name of the show, but I know it was July sixteenth. I will never forget that date. July sixteenth this year. It's on is YouTube. You find it. Yeah, hey, I was about to ask that. Is there any way we could watch that match? Yeah, it's on uh, it's on YouTube. Um, Pro Wrestling Ego. Uh, type in July sixteenth. It should be there. And also, I have a match with John Davis. That's probably one of my favorite matches as well. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, um, I have to go. Uh, thank you. That was an honor speaking with you. I uh, and it was it was nice to like nice meeting you, and yeah, it was nice to like get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, man. Well, Same not- you, man. Dark, you just spoke to the the incomparable uh, little CM Punk. Now we just need to. Now he just needs to uh, grow out some facial hair, and he's uh, good to go. But <laughs> but oh, well, I think he's getting there. Don't don't don't, don't sleep on the little pop mustache. He's getting there. Slowly and surely, yeah. So he, okay, I, I'm gonna jump on uh, some other questions here. Some I'm gonna shoot like from. From the hip here, Dark, because uh, you're not. Oh, we actually have a caller. So, oh wait, I know this number. He he's actually missing. So let. Was he doing calling instead of showing up in the office? Um, G- give me one second, Dark. How about that one? And he's supposed to be coming down. Matt, here what are you out. doing calling instead of being here in the office with us? Listen, I'm running late. Don't forget, you guys have sent me to New York to make sure everything was safe for me to fly in. I caught the the 2KW show. I'm back. I'm. I just got out of the airport. Come on, guys. Like, give me a chance. <laughs> you're late. You're you're still late, man. But anyway, <laughs> did you have a question for Dark uh, before you get to more work for us, bro? Uh, definitely, definitely. Hi, Dark. I'm Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, uh, uh, you know, I'm also I'm a, I'm training. And I'm like four months in, which is actually you know. A great experience for me. I've grown up loving it. Um, I, my question to you is, um, how would you, like, would you recommend somebody who's starting out wrestling to go under a mask? Uh, um, it depends what region you're in, what state you're training in, um, where you're going to break out in. Because um, some places it's much more common to wear masks than other places like Mississippi where I'm at, you know, no one wears masks. So it definitely an advantage towards me. It just depends where you're at. And, you know, like I was told, you know, wear the mask, use it as a rough draft, you know? And, um, once you feel comfortable, you can take it off, become, you know, a new character and, you know, and you'll be all set to go. But, uh, you know, I don't see any disadvantages of wearing a mask. All right. Yeah, because I, 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 what I want, I'm also a Bronx boy myself, born and raised. I'm in the South Bronx at that. Um, I've, I've trained in um, Darrow's gym, the BWF gym. And uh, I've trained with a few of the guys there. 
but like they they've even told me the same thing like you you know it's a rough draft to wear a mask but you know a lot of a lot of my fellow friends some of them wear masks when they wrestle um but i did hear i've been listening i heard millie um tell you about the the, the um the places up here and I, I heard you mentioned amazing red which is also a favorite yep. of mine he got house of glory running um he yeah, does he's have he yeah he's, he's an he's an amazing He's an amazing teacher, and he's also an amazing wrestler. Um, he has two masked wrestlers on his uh, roster, which is Monte, who's the other half of the Super Savages, which I know those mm-hmm. guys are amazing. They're they're the mm-hmm. they're the most like over tag team in New York right now, besides wow. EYFBO, which is Mike Drastic and Angel Ortiz. Um, Monte's a masked superhero. And then you also have Smiley, who's a psycho mask luchador. How Smiley? would you feel? If, yeah, you got to look those two up. If you haven't heard of them, look them both yeah, up. They I got some amazing I, matches. Yeah, I think I see Smiley on Instagram. Yeah, he's good. Both of them. Would you want to do a triple threat match between the both of them on your oh, homecoming? Man. You know what? You know what's funny? Like a lot of people hate triple threat matches, but I've been in some good ones recently, and I have no problem with any, any triple threat. Any tri- if I'm in a triple threat, it's a potential show stealer. Mm. Mm. I would okay. love to work uh, with Smiley you know one day. I, I, I see some of his stuff on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see some of his stuff on Smiley's Instagram. He's, he's he's interesting. Yeah, Smiley's amazing. Monte, Monte, don't let the size fool you. That man yeah. is amazing. He, he's a great, <laughs> he's a great talent. So is, so is uh, the psycho. Uh, I call, I call him the, the psycho luchador all the time. But Smiley, he's an amazing talent. I've seen him in matches with um, uh, E. A. James, which is um, also another freaking amazing wrestler out here in New York. Like, dude, get you got to get out here and like do a homecoming match because you're from, you're from the Bronx. You know, you'll get a lot of love. And yeah, we yeah, have, hope you know, so. give and take. You know, there's a lot of mass wrestlers out here in New York. But, you know, you do have these guys, and they're actually really good up and coming. I think that would be actually pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good match between you got you three. You never know. Maybe they might yeah. push you to go towards a House of Glory title, and you hold the title in your, your hometown, and you can just slide back whenever you want to, you want to defend it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. I, I just hope that I'm. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? Accepted when I even come back, because I know, you know, that's home. You know, I got a lot of <laughs> friends and family who want to see me there, but I know those guys are, in, you know, week in, week out, month in, month out in there. You know, so I might be the, I might be the away team in that situation. <laughs> but um, uh, but thanks a lot for answering my questions, man. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Man. I have him open arm, so what, what, what? don't you think, man? I think they'll open him with open arms. Monty, EA <laughs> James, all of them. Because everyone's just one big old family, technically. Even though you're going against someone, the family. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt had to go. Uh, I had to make sure that Matt went back to work because he's doing some projects for us, uh-huh. uh, t- setting up for our, <laughs> our big 2KW uh, uh, show that Millie's going to be hosting on Wednesday, but we have another caller here that called in. Maybe he wants to ask a question, so let's go ahead and open up the line here. 
Uh, caller uh, from area code 601. This is you're on Reality Check Radio with Dark Fury. Uh, do you have a question? I do. How are you? Yeah, Dark I was Fury? just wondering uh, who trained you, Dark Fury. <laughs> well, um, I was trained by Chuck McMullen, the great Jay Andrews, and John Davis. John Davis is one half of the uh, NWA Tag Champs. Well, he was. But yeah, they all three played a great part in the uh in my success and you know, and everything I learned over these last two years. That's all. I was just curious. That's it. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, caller, to uh that called in uh for that question. Uh did that uh voice sound like a familiar voice to you? <laughs> Uh, dark? <laughs> because I heard yeah, you laughing, so I'm like, I wonder if he knows who that was. <laughs> I'm not 100 sure I knew who that was, but you know, I might have a good idea. <laughs> I, I'm gonna laugh if that was John Davis calling in, and I know John Davis is, is that one guy that you just don't want to upset in the ring because the guy will suplex you from one side to the other. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. former uh, one half of the Dark City Fight Club, and and also one half of the N- former NWA Tag Team Champions. So that that man is no joke. But uh, yeah, he's no joke. He yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, I now have Rick Foley here, which is basically our our security guard here. He can, can you believe it that we need security like Jerry Springer security for a radio show dark? I, I picture it. So, I picture. I picture him at the door. <laughs> just imagine it. You got me on the radio. Just know, you, you just need to know that. Just just know this. So I don't well, know Rick, so I don't Go know. ahead, Rick. Hey, Dark. How are you, buddy? <laughs> What's up, man? Good, good, man. Uh, you mentioned that you wrestled in the Mississippi area. Uh, South Florida can be a little fickle in terms of getting people to come out and support the Indies down here. What's the vibe like mm-hmm. up there in Mississippi for Indies? Um. To be honest, too, Mississippi is not really big on independent wrestling. Um, you know, back in the uh, '70s, it was. You know, but um, it's not really huge on on wrestling. You know, but uh, around Mississippi, Alabama, Memphis, Louisiana, those are the hotbeds. You know, Atlanta. You know, so uh, you know a lot of my bookings there around Mississippi, even though my home base, Pro Wrestling Ego, is here. Cool, cool. Then I also noticed yeah. that you have – I follow you on Facebook, actually, and I noticed that you have quite a few uh, friends that are also uh, opponents or guys you compete against. How is that dynamic? What's the good and bad of that dynamic of having friends on Facebook that are, you know, opponents or partners, for that matter? You know, um, when, I, when I broke into business, I thought it was really going to be like crabs in a bucket, and there's going to be a lot of hate. And guys trying to pull you down, which don't get me wrong, it's out there. I just haven't really experienced much of it, thank God. But yeah, for the most part, you know, the guys I've met have been great. You know, I I've known them for short periods of times, but I consider them my brothers. You know, it's all love every time we meet up in the locker room. So, you know, gotta be grateful for stuff like that. Well, great. Those are my questions. Thank you for taking the time to answer them for me. Well. You know, to piggyback off what Rick was saying, uh, a couple of last general questions for me here, Dart. Uh, do you feel like social media has helped the business? Oh, yes, yes. 
That's tremendous for Yes, because you know, uh, you know, a lot of guys they try to go viral now. They try to do a hot move or a hot spot and then post it up. And sometimes it'll work. You know, they'll it'll get like three thousand views, and it'll get their name out there. Especially with the indie power rankings, you know, stuff like that. You know, it gets you seen and it exposes you more. You know, it gets more eyes on you. So it it really does help you out. You know, especially with Instagram and Facebook. You know, all that stuff helps. It's, it's just tools to make you more successful than what you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I, I heard you say something about, like, the aerial maneuvers and, and so on and so forth. Uh, when one thing – listen, one thing when I hear aerial maneuver, again, I go back and connect it to your, one of your f- finishing maneuvers, which is the top rope yeah. elbow. And, yeah. and let me just – this is not – this is not something that's said very much, you know, in this uh, wrestling business. You know, it's not something you want to say, oh, you look like this or you do it like this. But when, when you're compared to a legend, it, it's like one of those things that you just want to be like, I can't believe I just heard that. And let me just say this, Dark. I've seen your matches. I've seen your elbow. And when I see your elbow, the first person that comes to mind is the Macho Man Randy Savage. God bless his soul. How wow. did, you know, exactly, that's what I meant, like the response to that. I don't know if I'm the first one to ever tell you that, or I don't know if that's where you got the motive for your finishing maneuver, the, you know, the top rope elbow. But, like, a lot of people going into this business, no matter how their style was, was motivated by the macho man Randy Savage. How has he motivated you? Well, well, um, yes, that's, <laughs> that's heavy, but, uh, well, um, yeah, I was always a Macho Man fan. I, I love the robes that he wore, you know, unfortunately, I don't think I could pull it off with Dark Fury, but, um, I, I always I, I, loved doing elbows. I would do elbows off my mother's dresser on the bed to my, to the pillows and my wrestling dummies. I always did elbows growing up, but, you know, just one day training, I was just, Messing around like always, and I just pumped it like I was going to do a frog splash, but instead turned into an elbow. But so that's where that came from. But yeah, yeah because that's... no, because seriously, dark from from a like a I'm a journalist. You know, I used to be a worker. Uh-huh. I'm a journalist now. But no matter what, I still go back and say I, I was a fan too. And like I said, as a fan, when I saw your elbow for the first time. I compared it to the Macho Man, and, like, there's only one other person, obviously, who did it like the Macho Man, and that was CM Punk and, of course, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, th- these are th- – you don't come across a, a thing of beauty like that once so often. Sometimes it's kind of like, oh, my God, what was that? Like, no disrespect to, of course, Dean Ambrose, but, like, that elbow that he does is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, no disrespect to him at all, but that's what I just, when I look at it, I'm like, what was that? Was that a clothesline or was that an elbow? So, now, going back to you, I'm like, wow. Wow. Like, I, I just look at that, like, as a grace flying in, uh, flying from that top rope and boom, and one, two, three. So, my final question is this, to make it fun for you, to at least not make you cry, like, <laughs> walking out of our show. <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say? 
<laughs> yeah, what you trying to say? That Millie, Millie got me emotional, man, all right? <laughs> uh, listen, I'm, to, to kind of uh, make a uh, mediate there in the middle, just like I offered Greg Anthony last week, the NWA guy that was on our show here last week, whenever you're in Miami, coffee, uh, Cuban coffee on all of us, okay, Dark? So that way I don't get my butt handed to me by Dart because he'll he'll come up to me and he'll be like, You made me cry on live radio, you bastard. <laughs> so no, so No, but like so, I say, if I, when I move back, if whenever I move I move back home, I, you know, my door's open door for you, Dark Fury, you know, again, your family. You know, get get us some real New York pizza, you know what I'm talking about? Not some downtown right. stuff. <laughs> I, I swear, Millie, uh, your New hey, York accent, uh, your New York accent, Millie, comes out more and more every week. It, it's like you're transforming or something. Uh, transforming. I, I, I have a, I have a yeah. lot of family in Florida too. Like, it's you know, I have a lot of family out there. I would love to get you know, do something in that area as well. But um, well, let's hope. I think let's get I think Northern Florida is, is more, uh, is more of the hot best wrestling, right? Yeah, it, it kind of is, but uh, here in South Florida, it's starting to pick up again with like with organizations like ICW, for instance, uh, Ronin Pro Wrestling. You know, uh, the, uh, there's also um, the FWE. So they're, they're, it's starting to pick up slowly again here in South Florida. So my okay. final question to throw out there is it's kind yeah. of to reach out to the little kid in you. Because you said oh, you were a big fan of Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. But you also said that one of your, you, you know, your, your people that you were a fan of and you also looked up to was the Macho Man. And yeah. one of the most legendary feuds of all time was Macho Man and Randy, I mean, Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior. Who were, you, who were you going for when... When uh, when those two were colliding, especially in that career-ending match uh, in WrestleMania, who who are you going for? That's easy, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> listen, man. Just... Listen, you can't tell. Listen, even to this day, when people say, "Oh, Ultimate Warrior couldn't wrestle," blah blah blah, I'm like, man, whatever, man. Like Ultimate Warrior is always my guy. I don't care what people say, what he did, nothing. Okay, that's well, my you... guy. Well, you want to know something funny? I was uh, at WrestleMania, I think it was six. Yeah, it's WrestleMania six uh, for the Ultimate uh-huh. Challenge. I was, I want to say nine or ten years old. Um, I watched WrestleMania six at my grandmother's house for the very first time on VHS. Yes, that's how old. Yes, I'm an old fart, okay? Make fun of me all you guys want. Uh, but basically, uh, I watched the VHS. And when Ultimate Warrior got the win on Hulk Hogan, uh, you know, his, Hulk Hogan's first loss of the championship in over decades, I started yep. crying. Yep. Yep. I literally started crying because I thought no one was able to beat him. Nobody. So did it's you right. feel the same way when Ultimate Warrior got I his mean, first loss? I didn't cry, but to, to make you feel better, when I was little, any wrestler that died, I cried because I felt like I lost somebody in my family. So I, I didn't cry yeah. when I lost, but when anybody would die, I would like cry. I was like, man, that's crazy, you know. I felt like I knew them. They were family, I could. but you know. 
Well, let's not even go there with Eddie Guerrero because when Eddie passed away, yeah. I, I till yeah, this day I still cry when I see his videos. Yeah, that's probably the most recent one, you know, that really got that really hit home. But yeah, well, let me go ahead and start shutting this down. So, Millie, do you have any last questions or comments for our guest? All I gotta say is family and family, and I'm, the moment I move back, you come back home. I got you, my brother. You know, I'm definitely hit me up like I said before. You know, we're gonna like we we'll, like reality check radio's going somewhere. You're gonna go somewhere, and I'm glad for you know to have the opportunity to really talk to you and you know have a new family member because we don't get many people you know out of the Bronx like that on here, no. which we need to get. No, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but thank you so much. Um, it was honestly my honor, and sorry if I made you kind of emotional. My bad. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. You, you, <laughs> can, you, you can suplex me later on in the ring whenever I make it. So, <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> all right, and Rick, you have any last words, comments, questions? No, just again, thanks so much. Uh, probably one of our best interviews so far. All right, so my brother, oh, you, you know, I'm from the Bronx. and no, uh, <laughs> no Brooklyn. Yo, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. No. Wow. Uh, JTG and, uh, and uh, I forgot what his name was. JTG and what was his uh, Oh, my God. Um, Chad Gaspard, uh, there you go. Chad Gaspard, uh, there you go. Hey, I'm JTG. I never got fired, even though I never was used for like two, three years. I never got fired. So I'm JTG. Anyway, um, so with that being said, it was a pleasure. Very fun to talk to you, Dark. Uh, you know, it, we learned a lot about you when it comes to your mask, who you looked up to, what was your thought on social media, it, you know, so on and so forth. Like even doing that big change in your life from moving from the Bronx to Mississippi, yeah. it, we learned a Dude. lot of, yeah, it, it, it's, there, there's not so many people that, that can you get used to that kind of change in their life. And, and we thank you so very much for sharing each and one of those things with us. Uh, so before you go, we like to do something here. And that yep. is uh, basically let's go ahead and uh, share uh, the stuff with you. Uh, how can bookers get a hold of you through, uh, you know, for any booking uh, inquiries? Uh, where can fans catch you next live? And how can fans actually, uh, you know, follow you, whether you have a fan page, a Facebook, a Twitter. Uh, let's go ahead and do all those plugs. Well, um, Instagram, you can catch me on Instagram, underscore, Dark Fury. Facebook, uh, Dark Fury. It might come up as Tenebris Furorum. That's English, Latin, for Dark Fury. I had to change the name. I have a like page as well, Dark Fury. And uh, my next show will be November 5th. In Florence, Mississippi, McLaurin High School. If you can't make it, the video will be posted up soon. You can catch my match on YouTube. Just type in Pro Wrestling Eagle, Dark Fury. And there you go. All right. Well, Dark, again, I thank you very, very much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you here and hopefully in South Florida or New York or Mississippi. Either way, we're going to eventually bump into you. Yeah, definitely. And I just want to thank you guys for um, giving me this platform, to, you know, to get 
to get me and other indie guys out there. You know, what you guys do is great. And um, I want to thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, it's always my pleasure. Like I told you earlier today, it's not about finding the dirt, but it's about gaining that respect again for the world of professional wrestling and gaining the respect for the guys who work so much to keep this business alive like you are. So, so again, thank you very much for everything, Dirk. No, thank you guys, man. Hope we can do All it right. again one day. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to have you back on, even if it's just to chit chat. Uh, so, <laughs> so feel free to, to call back in anytime. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. My pleasure, Dark. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. All right. Guys, that was Dark Fury. Oh, my God. I, 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 <laughs> Love you, Millie. You know that. It's an honor. Well, someone we have is fired. They are fired. I am. Who the, who the hell do you think you are? You think you're Donald Trump? <laughs> yes, I'm Donald Trump over here. Matthew is fired. He can call me and, and, and argue with me all he wants because he is fired. Okay, and I'm in my white girl voice. Fired. You're fired. So. Oh, oh, hold on, time out. So, are you doing the hand gesture too with the whole like fired? Yeah. I'm looking at <laughs> see the hand gestures going on. <laughs> well, so, I'm hey, Rican. I do I do hand movements. Hey, let let me ask you something, uh, guys, uh, Rick and Millie. Do you think hey, we just did a plug for Trump? Don't you think we should get a uh, paycheck for this? Not saying that we're supporting Trump in the election. I'm just saying we mentioned his name. So you think we should get a, a paycheck just for mentioning? No. Uh, okay, just checking. Uh, so, you know, we could always talk politics. I know you like that, Rick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got one more week, Rick. We got one more week. <laughs> Can't come fast enough. Listen, I voted already. I don't want to hear nothing about it. So... Point, I, point is, I, I voted Gary Johnson, okay? I could care less. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't kill me, guys. Uh, so, listen, uh, going back to wrestling topics, again, Dark Fury was amazing. We, again, we thank you very, very much for joining us here today. It was a uh, kind of like a 45 to 50-minute interview. It was well worth every minute as we learned a lot about him. Uh, you know, this, this is a young man that's very, very dedicated to the business, and we're very proud to even be speaking with him. Uh, now on to other things here. Uh, of course, we were talking about uh, Raw earlier. You know about the Goldberg, about the Charlotte and Sasha, and so on and so forth. And and Millie, I know you spoke about uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Uh, but going a little bit past that, now now we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic. Listen, um, all I gotta say is so far. The, the tag team classic has been amazing. Not one match has been horrible. Now, I'm going to say this right now. One star so far has been made in the entire tournament. And I bet you my bottom dollar, neither one of you will guess who. Roger Strong? No. What? He, he's already a star, Millie. But I don't the, Well, to the, no, 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 let's, let's make this correct. Because those who pay attention to the Indies knows who he is. Those who don't pay attention to the Indies, he was he was he became a star at NXT that night. Sorry. 
Okay, that's fine. But personally, okay. me, the star is Tino Sabatelli. Why? Because, okay, when, J- when Roger came out, everyone popped. That's fine. Uh, when Sanity came out, they got a pop. That's fine. Uh, when the, um, the, even, you know, these guys, the authors of Pain are starting to get a pop. But Tino Sabatelli is a guy who only was shown on Breaking Ground. Okay, that's it. He's never had a televised match since Breaking Ground. And I'm just going to say right now, he got the biggest pop out of the people that no one knows. Okay, Tino Sabatelli, when he came out, everyone was chanting, Tino sucks, Tino sucks. And on top of that, here's the funny part. If you look up his theme song, by the way, a little punk, I, I know you're back. Uh, the funny part is when you look up his theme song, his song is not even something about, oh, money coming or, or money or, or, or I'm a show off. His theme song is called GOAT. And what does that stand for? What Chris Jericho stands for. And that is greatest of all time. So I'm, it's going to be a very interesting story what we're about to get with Tino Sabatelli. Uh, uh, punk, what do, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. You know, I had the pleasure of seeing him for the first time at an NXT show in Fort Pierce, and he, he's really an astounding athlete, and I think yeah, they have a lot of potential for him in the, in the years to come. Like, I, I, I can't say the same for uh, his tag team partner, oh, Riddick Moss. No, no. Uh, as uh, I'm not going to put the blame on nobody as far as who injured Hideo Itami, but it is what it is. Um... I can't say much about him, but Tino Sabatelli will be a star. Now, going uh, now, here's my prediction, and I know both of you are gonna kill me for this. I I, I know it for sure. But oh, you, you, can, you I, can see you can see the redness in my eyes. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it from how uh, I can see it from here. But okay. per, I I forgot how the brackets look, and maybe this is just you know gonna be wrong. Uh, chances are I, I'm going to be wrong on this, but I, oh, perfect. Thank you so very much, little punk. I didn't know you had this on your folder. Okay, so let's see here. Let's see. Oh, oh definitely. I'm saying this right now. Sanity and the Authors of Pain will be in the finals in the, uh, no. the, the tag team class. I'm saying oh. that right now. No. Well, I think I, it's going to be... Gargano and Chava and, and Authors of Pain only because or Team Aries because take it look at this Aries is obviously going to be TM61 and I don't know what to say about Sanity listen, and TJ Perkins uh, and Ibushi listen t- Sanity is right now the new face uh, well the new tag team face of NXT and th- well they're the new Wyatt family you know, because we haven't seen a faction like that since the Wyatt family in NXT. And I, I'm a big fan of Kota Ibushi, okay? But so I, I, I'm a he, bigger fan of TJ Perkins. TJ is the Cruiserweight champion. On top of that, Kota is not signed to a WWE deal. So personally, I still see Sanity going past Itami and Ibushi. It's going to, I mean, sorry, um, Perkins and Ibushi. It's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk. But I still see Sanity going over, uh, you know, Perkins and, and Ibushi. Now, Sanity versus TM61 or versus Team Aries, here's my prediction, guys. And by all means, all of you are going to have, a, of course, your, your opinions on this after I'm done. 
of, and this is how we're going to close the show. TM61 and Team Aries. I'm saying TM61 will win that match. Reason being because Team Aries is going to need a feud. What? They're not just going to. I, I, I understand, what? Millie. Don't, Millie, um, sit down. Sit down. Um, I'll let you talk in a second. <laughs> TM61 will beat Team Aries. No, sit down. Sit down. Listen, TM61 will beat Team Aries not because of, hey, I'm more talented or we're going to go to the. It's just that Team Aries needs a feud. And what better tag team to feud with out of the entire tag team the division that they have than freaking TM61? Those guys are going to steal the show right in the end. You're not allowed to be right about anything else, okay? So you just need to stop. <laughs> so on to my next prediction. And yes, you guys you got, heard, I said right, okay? There you have it. You got it out of me because how dare you say <laughs> I love you too, Millie. Now, <laughs> the authors of Pain versus Swan and No Way Jose, come on, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, do, no. do, do you need my freaking prediction on that one? So, no. authors of Gargano Champa against uh, then you get Ben Wong and uh, Ho Ho Loon, really? Gargano. See, I'm thinking that Gargano Champa beat the revival because they're still going to be NXT for a while and they probably will win the NXT Tag Team Champions. Well, that that has yet to be seen. Let's see if, uh, of course, uh, because I forgot which one it is, uh, which member it is, but one half of the revival is currently injured. So we have to see if he even makes it through the tournament. Got hoping because the rival the revival is an amazing tag team. Yeah. But now, now let's see. Is authors of pain versus revival? Obviously, I would like to see the revival go forward. Yeah. Uh, if it's authors of pain versus Gargano and Champa, oh my God, Millie is gonna kill me for this. Authors of pain. No, no, no. They, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm I just see somehow being Gargano, Champa, and Sanity as the last. Yeah. Listen, I'm know. I'm saying Sanity versus authors of pain at. NXT Toronto. So Millie, I know you're gonna, I know you're steaming at the mouth here. So I'm gonna ask you the match, and then you do your prediction. Okay. TM six one, T Marys. T Marys. Okay, so T Marys going forward. Sanity. Or well, first off, they we haven't seen the winners of this. So uh, Perkins and Ibushi. Or Dorado and Mustafa Ali. TJ and um. Okay, so let's now say if it's Coda and I mean TJ and Coda versus Sanity, who would you go for there? Sanity. Well, she's she's uh, she's joined the Sanity bandwagon with me. Okay, authors well, of pain. They just they just got a little bit more powerhouse. Sorry. <laughs> authors of pain. And no versus No Way Jose and Rich Swan. Sorry, come again. I'm sorry because um, Matthew Stolen is not in the studio and he's texting me away. Yes, what happened? Authors of Pain versus No Way Jose and Rich Swan. Authors of Pain, unfortunately. Okay. And then, of course, you still got the first round match between Gargano and Champa versus Bin Wong and Ho Ho Loon. You, do you really have to actually that one? Okay, let's skip that one. So, Gargano and Champa or The Revival? Gargano and Champa. Okay, so so now Johnny. we're in the Johnny. So now we're in the semifinals. So 
you who did you say between TM61 and Team Aries? You said Team Aries, right? Aries. Okay, so Aries or Sanity? Shit, mom. Sanity. Thank you. Shut up, a hole. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I just have like a feeling, man. It's gonna end up being at least Team Aries and Gargano and Champa. Because this thing about this, look. This thing about this. If you have a, a Perkins and Ibushi go against Sanity, and and Sanity somehow beats them, and it ends up being Team Aries and Sanity. Team Aries advances to the finals. After the pain defeat, no one has against one. Gargano Champa defeat the rival. Some happy after the pain in the last two is, is Team Aries and Gargano Champa. And I would, would pick Gargano Champa to win. Listen, the only way I could see Sanity even being, you know, eliminated from this is if they keep on their attacking ways, just like what happened to uh, Nikki Cross uh, when she fought uh, this last uh, episode of NXT. She won the match, but because she kept on attacking, uh, they, they reversed the decision and she lost by disqualification. So that, that's the only way I could see Sanity ever being eliminated because they're really riding high on this team. Really. So, that, okay, so we, we close on that topic. We, we all let out our frustrations on the Tag Team Classic. Listen, listen, where's, where's Matthew? Because, uh, I would love to know his his ideas because he's over here saying Team Aries. So, um, where where is this boy? Uh, Ma- Matthew, go ahead and call in if you're listening. Uh, but basically, uh, I know you're in New York, Matthew. Call in. Uh, but basically, um, I- I'm saying I'm sorry. Sanity and Alters of Pain for me in the finals. You know, it and, and out of the entire tournament. Again, I still hold on strongly that the star that came out of that show, uh, out of this tournament, is Tino Sabatelli. I'm telling you right now, we're going to see him as the next Ty Dillinger. Because here's another thing. I'm guaranteeing you Ty Dillinger will be making his debut at the Royal Rumble. I agree. So I'm saying that right now. I I think this is going to be Ty Dillinger's last takeover. You know, he's going to put over Bobby. And listen, we all love Ty Dillinger. We all love him. Oh, we all yeah. love Bobby Roode. And we all, but we all love Bobby Roode, too. And I feel like this is going to put over Bobby, and Ty will basically lose and move on to the main roster because that guy is so over. <laughs> it, it's a number, and he gets more chance than the yes. Well, if he gets up on the main roster, where would you like him to be on? Ross Smackdown. Smackdown. Smackdown, yeah. Smackdown, like Smackdown by far. I'll let Raw keep Samoa Joe, but Ty Dillinger definitely SmackDown. Yeah, he looks like the guy on SmackDown. And Millie, is, are you the same or are you different? Mm, I'm in between. I'm on the fence. Like, imagine him with the Intercontinental title, man. Not right away, uh, but, uh, but listen, going in the, sometime in the future. The day I that can, I, can, I can I can understand where, where Punk is coming from. I, I, yeah, I get it, yeah. I see it. I see it. <laughs> I see it. I see it. <laughs> Stop so, make it funny. I don't know who's worse, you or Matthew, because one of y'all about well, to speaking about Matthew. Not even funny. Matthew. <laughs> so you want to know predictions for this uh, Dusty Rhodes tag team? Classic. I'm afraid no, to ask. Obviously, 
<laughs> well, we all know how much of a fan I am of Roger Strong. And I've also liked Austin Aries. I see the finals being Champa and Johnny versus Team Aries. Now, no. I know I'm probably going to get a hug for this, not super kicked or suplex. But I see Johnny and Champa taking it. Thank you. Is Matthew but, the only person for here? Excuse me? Okay, but, 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 hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, Punk? Listen, he's smart. You know what? We're CM Punk fans. We like CM Punk. I got CM Punk tattooed on my arm, okay? We're here. That's how we understand this. Okay? But what is going on here? (laughs) I feel as if there's going to be some type of interference from the revival in that last match to cost Johnny and Ciampa the trophy. And what's going to end up happening is at the next takeover, Johnny and Ciampa are going to be NXT, NXT Tag Team Champions. Dude, Matthew is really smart because he, he knows what's up. You guys are going for freaking oh Saturday. God. Like, who's Saturday? Like, oh, no one cares. Oh, no, who, no one cares okay, you know what? Before we all rip our heads off here in the studio. Okay. M- Millie, I'm going to go. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Okay, you know what, Matt? Thank you so much for calling in. Keep on with your work in New York. Say it. Say it. No, I'm done. Matt is back to work. Matt is back to work. No, no, I'm done. I am done. Listen, before everyone rips their head off here in the studio, freaking, I have Millie over here, freaking foaming at the mouth. (laughs) Okay, and you keep on freaking pushing it, punk. How long are you? I'm sorry. He's just right. It makes uh, sense. Listen, that, uh, what is wrong with you? That makes Millie, calm down. Sense. Calm that would down. Be an amazing Matthew is ever right. That would be okay? an amazing match. Yeah. Bro, we're going to... Sandy and... and hold hold on. Let me, what, let me talk to my uh, to Reality Check Radio's uh, secretary. Uh, Dania, can you call the psychic board over here? Because uh, <laughs> Millie's about to go off the deep end here. Uh, Rick... Where are you? <laughs> Rick, I need security. <laughs> uh, listen, guys, come. All right, come. Matthew, see what you've caused, and I'm over here freaking taking care of this. Why are Millie, sit down. Thank you. I, I can, I, Matt's face, is, I can see his, even though he's not here, I can see his face. It just, it's just like buried in my brain. He's like, the punkness knows the punkness. No! Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and change uh, subjects because we got some plugs to do here. Matthew's amazing. Uh, you hush your mouth, punk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God. Listen, I'm about to be steamrolled. <laughs> okay. Please. This, Matthew already calls himself awesome. Don't, don't give him more ammo. Please, come on. Excuse me, autism who? Uh, Millie, now hold me back. Get, get, you are punk. not glorious. Shut up. You are not glorious, Matthew. You better sit that down. I'm, I'm, I'm not glorious. glorious. I'm anyway, guys, let's go do some plugs. I forgot to bring on the commercial here for the ICW, but guys, make sure you purchase your tickets for ICW Presents Lucha Fest 4. Uh, do not miss this history-making event as our first reality check radio guest, Angel Rose, goes for the World Heavyweight Championship against Mike Monroe. 
Uh, we got, of Woo! course, Dynamite DD in action. Uh, let's see. We got the system uh, returning of Michael Mannix and Max Stardom. Uh, we got the Guadalupe brothers. Uh, we got Stevie Richards. We got Sean Prime. You do not want to miss this event. Mr. 450. Mr. 450. Uh, you know, you do not want to miss this show. You can purchase your tickets at www.icwmiami.com. You do not want to miss it. Tickets are selling out quick. And by the way, Reality Check Radio will be there live to conduct a pre-show before the show begins. There's also going to be some dark matches being, uh, being taking place before the show takes place. So, guys, you are going to be entertained from the moment you walk in the door. So, guys, you do not want to miss that event. Tickets are selling out quick. Again, it's www.icwmiami.com. Uh, Millie, you have another uh, plug you wanted to speak about? Yes, guys, please. You do not want to miss the last fast show of Reality Check Radio next Monday, 6 p.m. We have my friend, my buddy, a guy that I know who's put in his heart and soul into this industry, Stephen Pena, will be with me live in person. I will be also pre-showing at Daryl's Gym so you guys definitely look out for that. I will unfortunately have Matthew with me. Like, I really want that. But because it's in my contract and George is making me do it, it has to happen. But, again, guys, even Pina will be with us. It's going to be in another jam-packed show. Amazing, amazing guy. He's put it, again, put his heart and soul into this industry. And I, I definitely have to say I have the honor to personally know him personally have uh, you know been in his presence and uh, worked out next to him not personally worked out with him but um i will be able to uh, say i've actually worked out with him on monday um just figure out some of his um his tricks and uh his teeth as to what he does in the ring but um guys you don't want to miss that out and i got some couple of special guests um that might um join in or even might just crash my stuff i i, I don't know yet but Guys, it's about to be a great Halloween, a great last show, like we always put out. And um, I hope you guys do tune in. And, guys, please share it. Let everyone know. And we got two more months of um, Reality Check Radio jam-packed. Let's, let's rock this, guy, this out, guys. And, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's go <laughs> ahead and, and – uh... And, of course, I'll do our usual plugs, as, as always, as we do here, because we're about to close off the show here uh, and, and looking into uh, next week. So, guys, uh, let's go ahead, little punk. All right, guys. You could, like, you could follow at my, my, my little CM Punk page on Instagram at little underscore CM underscore punk. You could like the page on Facebook. And you could add me as a friend, you know, on Facebook, Nicholas Reyes, and you'll most likely accept it. All right. And Millie, go ahead. Hey, guys, you know where to find me. On Instagram at Miss Awesome, um, M-I-S-Z, and Awesome with three E's. Or follow me on Twitter at 4 Mills U, the M-I-L-S-Z, the number four, the letter U. Or you guys know where to find me on Facebook, Millie Cruz, um, or and go like our fan page, guys, and you'll definitely find me on that. I'm always doing the pre-shows or even little little videos here and there just to give you guys a couple of laughs. And um, yeah, watch me and George View through um, live chat. 
all the time because that's what we do. Okay. Well, guys, uh, make sure you uh, uh, tune in to us every week, every Monday at 6 p.m. Next week, we're going to have Stephen Pena on the show, like Millie was just saying. Uh, and like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash realitycheckpod. Uh, also, make sure you're right here on that Roman Show Network, uh, listening to all of our archives. But till next week, guys, all I have to say is good night, be safe, but most importantly, so beware. Just saying. Thanks for the warning. Stay real. Good night, folks. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality checks.